Church, welcome to the Community Unscripted podcast. We're your hosts, Irene and Yoon. Yoon, welcome back from your break. How was it? It was great. I took a break in December and I enjoyed listening to the podcast as just a regular listener without knowing what's coming out and also had the time to get some good rest in. Uh, talking about breaks, I know Mina's taking a break to study for her MCATs. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel now being a host? Honestly, I'm still really nervous, but I'm excited for you to take me under your wing and learn lots of things from you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I think from the last episode, uh, I had such a good time listening to you. So I'm really excited actually for us to host together. <laughs> me too. Um, yeah, so just to get right into it, this month is February, and you know what important holidays in February? Yes, President's Day! <laughs> no, Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but so in light of Valentine's Day, we're talking about relationships for this episode. Ooh, a potentially uh, nerve-wracking topic, as well as popular topic, because... I know a lot of young single adults are really invested in this. So today we're joined by our two wonderful guests, G and Eileen. Yay! Hi, my name is G. I'm 28. I am a project manager for a restoration company. uh, And I've been going to ANCC since I was in the fifth grade. Hi, I'm Eileen. I'm 27 and I am a middle school English teacher and I've been attending ANCC for about seven years. This is a topic, relationships, that, you know, we thought would be good because for this month. So we just wanted to ask you some intro questions like, how long have you both been together? Uh, two and a half years. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I heard you're celebrating Valentine's Day today. <laughs> <laughs> what are your plans? <laughs> Um, We're going to go um, to Bestia in L.A. to celebrate for dinner. That's fun. So exciting. I know. (laughs) Romantic. Yeah. (laughs) So we wanted to just go right into it. I'm sure that you have been single before in the church, and you've also been in a relationship, like now, in the church. Mm -hmm. How would you describe a church's general male-female dynamic in Three words. (laughs) Mm. I can go first. My three words would be middle school dance. (laughs) (laughs) I say this because in a middle school dance, you have the ladies on one side and the gentlemen on the other. And like throwbacks are playing. So (laughs) everyone is having a good time because we all love a good throwback. Yes. But. Everyone's like also really awkward and they're just kind of like looking around, like sneaking glasses, but they're like staying in their own space. Mm, mm. But I also say middle school dance because sometimes when you are kind of just having fun operating within separate spaces, you don't really get to know one another. And I think in that case, sometimes that may lead to objectification. And I think... Uh, It's really hard to like love and encourage people as we're called to do in a church community when there is some level of objectification. Mm. But yeah, middle school dance are my three words. (laughs) Anyone else got some hot three words? Uh, I think for me, similarly, it would be uh, 
awkwardly peer pressured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you want to like elaborate a little bit on the, those words? Uh, I think I think generally, if uh, the community doesn't know the relationship between a, a male and a female in depth, what they usually do when they see them hanging out or even just having conversations is they kind of peer pressure it, where it's like, oh, how come you guys aren't dating? Or like, are you interested in him or her kind of thing? Yeah. And then. It just gets awkward. At yeah. That point. Yeah. There are moments <laughs> where, like, every interaction is so heightened through, like, mm. a romantic lens in the church. Because, you know, being in a relationship, you know, having these ideas of, like, marriage and love are just so valuable, like, within our own religion. So I think there's such a romantic lens that goes around of, like, Every word you say is just might be a little bit romantic if it's between like a guy and a girl at church. So I totally see what you mean. Uh, I see a connection here in our words. <laughs> um, talking about uh, the Christian ideas of like marriage and relationships kind of affecting how people are viewed. Uh, do you feel like the Christian ideas of marriage and relationships have influenced your perspective about, about dating? If so... How I can speak on that. Um, I feel like definitely like growing up in the church, it's given a certain perspective on dating and marriage. And so um, just speaking out of my own experience too, like first starting dating, I think it was kind of like difficult because I would keep thinking that I'm getting married to this guy mm. because yeah. everyone would say, if you're going to date, you got to date seriously. Like you got to date for marriage. And so that's definitely like um, influenced my dating. It was it was hard to break out of that. Like, um, not saying that I didn't consider it or stopped considering it, but if that's like the only thing or like the biggest thing, it's kind of hard to see other things in the in the relationship. Um, so that's how that's it's influenced my perspective about dating. Mm, would you say you still kind of like have that mindset, or do you think it's changed as you've dated? I think it's changed because I think it put unnecessary pressure on myself and our relationship. Um, but also like, like when I see, I guess, other people dating too, it's like, it's possible. You don't have to have that. You don't have to keep holding on to that perspective kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. No, I totally agree because I think I also like have had similar thoughts to you as well. And that sometimes because marriage is so highly valued that we go into relationships with a husband list not like a boyfriend list mm -hmm. and both are such good lists to have in general <laughs> right but when you're going in there with like a husband list it makes it really difficult to like actually enjoy the relationship mm -hmm. as it is and to actually take the time to know if you want to marry this person <laughs> i totally agree that all relationships should be taken seriously in that you're going in there knowing that you're going to give your effort. You want to make sure that's pleasing to God. But sometimes you you don't know if you want to marry them yet. Like you have to actually date them and get to know them to really be able to figure it out. So mm -hmm. I think having that time and space to go in with sort of more of a uh, like a realistic approach to relationships would, is helpful.
What or who would you say helped you the most in kind of gaining clarity about like God's desire for your relationship? Um, I would say the name of this podcast is very, um, it relates to it just because I think community has a big part of it. Uh, I think we were blessed to have the same group of friends, um, especially coming back from missions from Kyrgyzstan. We started hanging out with um you know, a group of friends, and they gave a lot of input, wisdom, um, and, you know, Pastor DC, too. Uh, they're very gracious and um, just investing in their time and their love for us and being able to give very unbiased opinions and um, truths to us. So I think that was very helpful. Yeah, our friends, like, the community... Yeah, I think also like my sisters. It was a debrief session after our first few dates. Ooh, that's <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I think it's always good to have a community to kind of make sure that they're keeping you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, were you guys like not worried about like making it kind of open, I guess, to the community in a sense? Like, was there no concerns or fears? Oh, no, definitely. I made him. <laughs> We dated for three months before we became official, and I didn't let him tell anyone at church. <laughs> yes, so no one, no one at no. church knew for three months. You know, I feel like that's like a normal thing we do at church. Like, we're so afraid of it being like public that like I know a lot of couples who start out very like low key. Yeah, because it's like a double-edged sword sometimes, in that you have a involved community Mm. which allows you to be held accountable as well as your partner but also you get like those awkward interactions of like people kind of being like wink wink (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) and like and like kind of worrying about how you're perceived and how Mm. your relationship will be in the end and i think that does cause undue pressure Mm. as well but i think perhaps it also keeps us on the right path sometimes to make sure that, okay, like we are committed to each other. And that means also being publicly committed to one another as well. I will say though, I do feel like, sometimes I feel like everybody like watching causes unnecessary like pressure, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like even like the dating culture at church, I don't know about other churches, but like just our church, I guess, I know a lot of people feel pressured because like everyone's always watching, you know, and like, you know, like hopefully that's like something we can change because like I feel like dating, you know, it's just like you get to know the person, you know, that's what it is. You're getting to know them and like you're figuring out if, you know, you like the person and like who they are and like if you want to, you know, be in a serious relationship with them. Mm, Yeah. I don't think the first date is going to like lead to marriage. Yeah. yeah. Usually. <laughs> right? It's yeah. Like, no, it's like, it's, you're just getting to know the person. Yeah. But like, I don't know, people, I feel like, not people, but it's really easy to like blow things out of proportion. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like have a hard time with that, I guess. Yeah. No, for sure. That was uh, like one of the reasons why I didn't want to tell people at church mm-hmm. too, because it's like already hard enough to know what I'm doing and like yeah. figure out how I'm feeling. But if I get other people's input and like a lot of the times it's like because they know him or like they know me or whatever, you know, like and and they see us at church together, like makes it kind of difficult to make the decision to even become official. Um, Yeah, because 
that journey is very it's like harder i feel like than people think yeah. it's not as simple as it seems at least for me it wasn't mm. so but I'm, I'm sure the church um, has good intentions, at oh, least. Yeah, it, it just doesn't come off the best. Yeah, because um, yeah, I'm sure the church is like, uh, we know these two people as friends and as brothers and sisters. We would love for them to get together and, you know, eventually become right. an item. And, you know, that way we can bless them. They can bless our church yeah. and all of that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, just being put under a mic microscope and mm. just that unnecessary pressure is yeah. kind of counterproductive. Yeah. That means that we need to think, I guess, about like the attitude we have. Yeah, it, it's tougher on females in dating within the church because I think guys get more slack if it doesn't work out with them versus if girls are dating more guys mm -hmm. at church. Just, it's yeah. kind of like a negative connotation. Yeah. like. I mean, no. outside of church, it's like our world. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. in general, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you do have but, the flip side of like sisters like banding together to kind of like talk about it more in terms of how they like break it down. So I feel like there's definitely like both sides, but I agree in that I feel like because a relationship is more expected for a woman at a certain time, yeah, there's extra pressure put on the woman to just like be in a relationship, know what she wants, and also be a good person on top of it. Yeah. Like you can't really be figuring yourself out. Like there, you just have to be a good Christian woman immediately or else, you know, right? there's trouble. <laughs> yeah. We're all people and we're all figuring, you know, ourselves out and like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely a big barrier. If your fear of, being public for whatever reason, like let's say because of the environment, because of that fear of undue pressure, it's a big barrier for people who are interested in meeting someone to kind of allow themselves to do that, knowing that their community loves them and supports them either outcome. Mm. So I think mm. it's so careful. It's, it's so important to yeah. be careful with our words because even though they're really well-intentioned, it could really hurt the single and dating people at yeah. our church. Uh, it seems like we kind of talked about how we've been influenced to think. Mm -hmm. So what was your general view on relationships when you were single versus when you are dating now? Uh, I think for me, um, after dating, uh, my viewpoint on relationships probably became more realistic um, and understanding that I have to be more careful with words and following up with them. Because um, I think before it was just more like, a, how do you say, like fantasy or like just like a perfect world. The way that you say it will probably end up the way you say it kind of thing. Um, but after dating, it's like, hey, if you do say it, you have to kind of follow through with it and it's not you can follow through with it one time you have to continuously follow through with it mm. yeah because i feel like before you're in a relationship i'm imagining that it's still kind of like the beginning stages so you're kind of like figuring things out like mm -hmm. how each other work so like every word carries impact and yeah. importance so i can definitely see that if you like kind of like don't pull through on them yeah it definitely 
like cause can cause issues. Yeah, because it's like the the building trust part. Mm-hmm. That's like the part where you're or the kind of crucial moment of the relationship. I feel like where you're building trust with the person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when. You're in that relationship in the beginning, like that typical honeymoon stage where it's like, oh, like forever or always, or you know, it's like very easy to use those words and mm. kind of express it that way. But yeah, yeah, you gotta put more weight into those words. Mm-hmm. Get that? Yeah, because yeah. you you don't know if the other person how they would take it, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure some people maybe like hearing sort of like these more like soft, like lovey-dovey words, but other people might be more realistic. Mm-hmm. Would you say you're more realistic, Eileen? No, for sure. I would tell him when he would say stuff like that, like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And then I would tell him he has like, you know, the konkakji. Ah, that's yeah. It's like when you're like love is blind, you know. Ah. So they have like stuff on their eyes that uh, kind of like rose-colored uh-huh. lenses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never heard of rose-colored lenses yeah. before. Well, yeah, but um, yeah, I would tell him that he he's like blind. The like I want to say <laughs> the first like few months of our relationship because I was like I don't want to hear that. I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, and like I think like. Also, in the beginning, like you're learning how each person communicates too, and like I feel like that's like really important. Like you're figuring that out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So kind of different in terms of where you guys both came from. Mm-hmm. So G might be like maybe a little more like team, like uh, romantic. I mean, might be more <laughs> team realistic a little bit. Would you say that both of you have worked on like meeting towards the middle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you guys like balance each other out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could be a little harsh. <laughs> no, no. I think yeah, balancing is mm-hmm. yeah. I've definitely learned to be more like affectionate, but also like um, kinder with my words in that sense. You both have been dating for two and a half years. Have there been any just great, awesome parts of dating? that you would like to just share to Team Single. <laughs> I think for me, it's it's learning different aspects of myself that I wouldn't have known, um, whether it's different struggles in terms of like family or anything like that. Um, I think having someone that can push you uh, to take those challenges um, and to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, for me, it was kind of reaching out to my family and, and spending more time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, she like helped me with that a lot. Yeah. So I think if it wasn't for dating, that might have came a lot later or not at all. So, Eileen, are you more family-minded? Like, like, do you spend a lot of time with your family or are you just more focused on like friendships or work mm, I feel like growing up spent a, I spent a lot of time with family I think now it's more like it's it's kind of evenly split with friends and family um, I think it was because he told me he had a desire to be kind of like reconnected which is why I was like hey let's do it you know um, here are maybe some ways that we can do that 
or you can do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, like, I would have been, like, do it, do it, do it for the sake of, like, me, mm, me yeah, wanting yeah. you to be closer. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, I don't know. It would have depended on your desire and, like, your, uh, like, want for your relationship with your family, I feel like, for me. Um, not saying that, like, I don't think family's important, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're, like, respecting their desire. Yeah. Kind of going off on that as opposed to just, like, implanting your own desires in other people. Right. Yeah, anything else that's really fun? Like, you're like, wow, just... Being able to, I assume, like communicate with somebody kind of oh, gets you. I mean, that's a, but communication I feel like is always hard if it's not to yourself, you know, because yeah. they're completely different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think like figuring that out has been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like um, learning how I should take things or I should say things and then how it would affect him or like, um, that kind of stuff has been really interesting and like um how to like if we were to bring up like a difficult topic or something like kind of like figuring out how to like bring that up in a way that's like um not like demeaning or like you know like um trying to bring the person down kind of thing um but like that we're like you know getting that like we're on the same team kind of thing like mm-hmm. let's figure this out that's been kind of i i don't know i feel like that's been really like a good challenge in our relationship. Um, but yeah, and then I guess like just to like the fun stuff is like if I'm craving food, it's only there's always someone to go with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I want to go somewhere, there's always someone to go with. <laughs> and enjoy those things with. Yeah. I want to say like definitely more well-rounded. Um, she brought up kind of like uh, like a daily thing where we read um what's that book called the, it's the one we the did daily the pandemic one. yeah heart of the matter yes that yes. one so yes. we we she brought up um that we should you know do at least one a day um if we're able to and mm. kind of just share something that kind of you know um stuck out to us yeah. i think that that helps with like kind of just taking a moment to refresh and kind of um spend time with god intentionally uh and then just being able to share that with her too i think that's something that kind of benefits me and us too um i guess that's one way that's awesome yeah i'm i'm actually doing that with a friend too right now like we just kind of like share like devotions and like what we learned that day and like i i will say like knowing someone is going and doing the same thing alongside you is really helpful, I think, and very encouraging. So, yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I would read as consistently. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like accountability, right? Yeah. Um, I think no. I think for me too. There's like certain perspectives that have like shifted because, like, I'm talking with him about something, you know, like, or uh, I think. I would say shifted for the better, like my um, perspective on like, um, on like work or like money. I feel like when we have those kind of like discussions or conversations, it's definitely like, I think, I think gotten healthier. So um, yeah, even like that, I feel like we've 
or you sharpened me in that sense. <laughs> but yeah. I think the overall thing I'm hearing is that you guys are like helping each other grow together, right? And like, would you say, because I feel like a lot of people kind of know, like in a relationship, like you, like they want the other person to bring out the best in them, right? But like, would you say it's been like easy? Because I feel like sometimes people think like, oh yeah, like this person, like just being around them is gonna bring out the best in me. But it's not just being around them, right? It's like, would you say it's been like easy and fun or like, has it been like difficult, I guess, or? Or a mix like of both. Our, or a mix yeah. of both, yeah. I feel like our perspectives are also different on that. I don't know, I'm having more fun the longer we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning was kind of difficult for me, mm. so. No, my mine's probably still just easy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. Yeah. I think that's important that you actually have fun. Yeah. Because I think no matter how much, no matter how much someone kind of talks about like just growing together, sharpening one another biblically, I think we're also called to love one another. Yeah. And I think that should come with an element of fun and enjoyment because it's not just about like, you know, two people being together. It's about two people caring for one another. Mm. And I'm really glad then to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> there is, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there's fun to be had in a relationship because I think, you know, I'm sure people have very different opinions. Like they may have more negative or hesitant ones. Other people may be like just super excited. But I think seeing the balance of having fun, but also wanting to grow together and mm -hmm. sharpen one another biblically, I think is really great to remember. Yeah. So we just talked about growing together as a unit and how that's been great. But let's talk individual. Did you both ever struggle with damaging ideas about yourself and relationships, which affected you or your partner? Yeah, so like I mentioned before, the ideas of marriage definitely kind of, um, I, I brought that into our relationship. So it was kind of hard in the beginning, um, I guess, to enjoy the dating because I had such a idea or like kind of like a, not a glorify kind of, mm, kind of like, like a, idealization, yeah, idealized mm. view of marriage and how um, dating is supposed to go towards marriage. Um, so that was kind of like, um, like a struggle that I had to deal with at the beginning of our relationship. Um, and then also like expectations of what a guy is supposed to do and what a girl is supposed to do in a relationship. Um, I think that was definitely, I don't want to say like damaging because we definitely learned from it after talking about it, but um, it was a struggle in the beginning, another struggle. And I think um, what helped was I was, like, I was talking to, DC, we mentioned DC so many times in this podcast, um, talking to DC and he reminded me that while we're dating, there's like no set rules or like roles that people play in it, but we're almost like making up criteria as we go. And so those expectations like don't necessarily or shouldn't be there because it's kind of like what we're making up and what like possibly society tells us or like what um, like the church tells us like a guy or a girl should be doing. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, building upon that, like, I think for me, it was mostly dealing with the general stereotyping of what a guy is in a relationship. Um, it's like, uh, being able to be decisive, um, be a leader, um, being able to provide all of these things and 
not complain about it um, and to be like the quote unquote like strong one in the relationship, I guess. Um, yeah, I think if I were to like compare myself with all of those general standards, I wouldn't meet them or even exceed them. Um, and I think I struggled with being able to be a good boyfriend. Uh, would I be good enough to be able to provide all these things, whether it's just in the dating aspect or even down the line in a marriage con um, context? Yeah, because I think dating is actually a modern invention. Uh, biblically, there's been top like information about marriage, uh, like community, but there's actually... <laughs> No information really on dating specifically mm -hmm. using that word dating. And I think with that means that because there is no like specific biblical approach to dating other than what we can gleam from what they have said in the Bible, I think w then we use cultural ideas to back up our thoughts. So kind of you, you mentioned like Eileen using like the marriage values to back up her thoughts and G using like the cultural ideas of what it is to be a man, right? To back up. And I think that leads to a very important question. Like then what is Christian and what is cultural in a relationship? Because I think it's so hard to decipher it. Would you say then that you guys both talked about it or were you more like individually figuring that out and kind of, you know, making it clear for yourself first? <laughs> I think I I, for me, I had to talk about it to figure out that that's what was happening. Um, but it didn't necessarily have to be with G. I think it was like with other people too. I was like, oh my gosh, why am I feeling this way? Or like feeling like, you know, like whatever I'm feeling during that time. Um, and then kind of like talk it through. Definitely had to pray about it because I thought that, because um, this was like, uh, when these topics came up, it was kind of like a, I would say like more of a hard time in our relationship. And so um, like... I'd pray about it um, and then like kind of ask older people who are married, like how they went through it. Um, and then when it was like brought up, like with G, it was a little bit like I had more clarity on what I was thinking and like what like thoughts I was bringing and expectations I was bringing to the relationship that were not helping. Yeah, I think other than talking with her about it, it was just mostly processing it by myself. Um, yeah, I should talk to more, uh, talk about it more with, with people I trust. Um, but I think for some reason, the default is kind of just processing it with myself first um, and kind of just understanding where she's coming from and where I'm coming from and then seeing if there's like a middle ground where I can understand it. And if I do, then it's like I don't see a need of bringing it up with other people. Yeah. yeah, we definitely all process differently. Yeah. I mean, would you say you're more of an external processor or internal processor in terms of this topic? Um, hmm. Maybe external processor. For me, talking with someone else helps me figure out how I'm feeling. And I like, after I say things, I'm like, oh, like, that's, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. So... Yeah, for me personally, like I, I talk with other people to figure out how I'm feeling. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely team internal processor. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like G definitely prefer to think it through because I think I want to kind of know what I feel, why I feel it, mm -hmm. and then open that up to other people's opinions on whether that they think that makes sense. Because I think I have this like concern that I don't want to just like vomit things out that I can't take responsibility for. So I think for me, I have to kind of like think it through carefully before I kind of make it open. Uh, so I'm doing it due justice. Like I'm giving the topic and the issues due justice by myself before I kind of, you know, just let it out. Yeah. But I definitely like think that both are very valid yeah. ways to, you know, kind of process these different ideas. I'm glad to see that both of you like are very cognizant of each other's style. So mm -hmm. I think that helps when you know that your partner operates a certain way, like you don't necessarily always assume that, oh, it's because like they're embarrassed of me or, oh, it's because like, you know, sh that person just likes talking about us so much. It's like you respect and understand each other's perspective and how they deal with it. And I think that's a big part of being in a relationship together. In your opinion, what is a good attitude for single people as well as dating people, as well as the people around them? Mm to have concerning relationships? I think, at least for dating people, um, enjoy the moment kind of thing. Um, don't feel like this has to work out or you fail kind of thing. Um, everything is a growing process and a learning step kind of thing. So just enjoy the process, enjoy the moment. And uh, for single people, like you hear it all the time, but kind of just be content in your singleness and kind of understand what your worth is in your identity before kind of jumping into a relationship. Just because if you kind of go into a relationship without having that security, it probably won't come off as the healthiest way just because you're probably going to seek identity through the person that you're dating kind of thing. Um, and then for the church, just kind of back off a little bit, relax, <laughs> uh, let let people do their thing. And when people come out and reach out to you, then pour out to your brothers and sisters. Mm. Um, but just give a little bit of space and yeah. let things cultivate as naturally as possible. Yeah. yeah. I liked how like in the conversation we just had, uh -huh. like words is like a big keyword. Because I think it just goes to show that there's so many other ways to love somebody or care for them. But like your words mm. just have so many different implications yeah. that you just have to be really careful with them or else, you know, it may be actually harmful for the relationship. Thank you to G and Eileen for joining us for this episode about relationships. I feel like it's such a loaded topic, but they have been so generous with their time and effort to share details about what they've gone through individually and as a couple. So I feel like there's a lot to be learned here from what we've said. I've definitely learned a lot from them as well. So I think I hope that whoever is listening, that you can just carry this on uh, in terms of the way you speak and the way you kind of think in terms of singleness and relationships. So church, it's been great to talk together. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday. See you on Sunday. Sunday.